This is Lauren. This is Trey. And this is the Partnership Podcast. Good morning, honey. Good morning, my love. Just a heads up, if you're listening to this, I've got like a cold, uh, it's like a head cold, where you're just sinusy. I think it's literally just like a little passing cold. Yeah. I had it two weeks ago, thought you had somehow just breezed through, not getting it. Uh Uh-huh. And then you woke up yesterday with it. Yeah, like yesterday or two days ago or something. A ton of congestion, pressure, exhaustion. Exactly, yeah. My resiliency is sucked, so I'm probably at like a 1.8 out of 5 right now. So if I start sneezing or doing any of that, that's why. Or if I lose my train of thought. Yeah. If I get derailed. Yeah. Mm. What? I'm still so hopelessly attracted to you. Sorry. I know you're not asking to be, like, objectified. Yeah. Um, what if I kind of lead the way and then you jump in when you feel like you have inspiration or want to chat about something? Yeah, I'll I'd ask love you that. questions and you can just respond. Sure. Does that feel okay in your body? And then consent can always be revoked. So just if you're like, I can't even track, let's just, let's just be done. Cool. The people will be okay. Um, I thought we could chat about the fact that I went on my first annual sister retreat, which I definitely think we'll do once a year now. Um, And when I came back, you and I kind of cultivated like a beautiful renewal, a beautiful like way to reconnect with each other. And we played for like hours and hours. And I just thought we could kind of talk about how we did that, how we communicated our way to it, how we talked about different things we were wanting, the different ways that we prepared ourselves, different things that we did this time with pre-care. And maybe we can even talk about that, how in the past you take on a lot of the burden because you love to cultivate these incredible experiences for me, but then it leaves you exhausted. (laughs) Um, And I thought you did such a better job this time, like truly, truly, truly. Yeah, we just, I thought we really communicated through some tricky stuff. And then the sex was really good too. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to like paint the picture, babe? Yeah. Yeah. Like many people in long-term relationships, Trey and I will often find ourselves having our sexual encounters in the bedroom because it's private. You can shut the door, all these types of things. One of the perks of going through a hard divorce and co-parenting a child only 50% of the time is sometimes you have a house free of kiddos. I will say also that for anyone who's kids go to school, you also have possibility to have that time too. Um, But we had really been craving and saying we wanted like a change of scenery um, in our own home because we have this gorgeous living room with a fireplace and like we, it can really be transformed into like a sex playroom. Um, Not, I was going to say it can almost have a dungeon-y feel, but it's almost, it's almost like a sex library because I've painted this whole room green. You can draw the drapes and it really becomes like this cocoon. It can be dark and sexy and shadows. And we've done this once or twice before and it is so fun, but it takes forethought. It is not something that you can just like, oh, let's have the living room time, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we'd both been kind of craving that before I left to go to D.C. for my sister weekend. How did it even come up? Did you just pitch it? I think I pitched it. Yeah. Yeah, uh, because it was, we got the space to miss each other. You were gone for, I think, three nights, but like really like 48 hours. Yeah, like two days. Yeah, you left Friday afternoon or Friday evening, and then you got back uh, Monday morning. Mm-hmm. So it was it was really cool where it was the space to miss each other, and then uh, – 
new word we were exchanging sexual currency with each other through like text messages uh and through pictures yeah where we were really just yeah we were really like we were texting each other like we just met each other yeah yeah and it was it was very very hot so the build-up to that uh, was extremely sexy I was listening to a podcast the other day that I sent you, and I think you listened to a little bit too, and I'll link it in the notes. Fantastic, fantastic podcast. But she was talking about this concept of should you schedule sex? She was asked this question, and she said, no, you should schedule playtime. Huh. You should schedule time to allow for an opportunity for sex. You should schedule a bath together. You should schedule a playtime in the living room, right? That we cannot anticipate how we will feel in a given moment, right? True. And yet we all do when we're in a dating stage, schedule a date with someone. And then it's like, and then I'll see how I like them. I'll see if there's attraction. And then that might build into a sexy encounter. But like having the right within ourselves to say, we'll just see how the evening goes is really hot because it allows for desire to build and it doesn't feel pressured. It doesn't feel like, well, I have to perform. Correct. Especially if you have low resiliency. Yeah. Because you could have been sick getting off the train. You could have not slept well. I mean, hell, you could have been constipated. So if there's like literal pressure in your body that's built up, it's, it's not really time for sexy time and i like that where it takes away what maybe the expectation yeah yeah and yet still you can look forward to the playtime. sure right i think most of us or you can renegotiate you, doing something else yes too. right we could have played mario kart on the living room floor instead yeah. all we knew and we tried to do this we just didn't have these terms yet we literally y'all just listened to this podcast about sexual currency and the, at, towards the end she talks about scheduling space and I just love that. Scheduling the space for desire to grow. Scheduling scheduling space for your playmate. And what could that look like? And what do I need? And all of these types of things. So I think you did pitch the idea while I was gone of, hey, if the baby's with her dad and you get home in the middle of the day, because Monday is my day off. Like, that's yeah. my Sunday. It was President's Day, too. Oh, it was President's Day, yeah. too. Um, would you want to transform our living room? And have some fun and just kind of enjoy each other for a couple hours in the middle of the day. Yeah, in honor of the founding fathers of this country, we honored them by fucking each other very, very uh, dutifully. Oh. And uh, 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 quail tip pen, quill, quill, quill tip pen, mm-hmm. and then by candlelight. Oh. America. These colors don't run. <laughs> I was going to say, like, we we stuck into the patriarchy by prioritizing female pleasure so much. You did such a fabulous job. Um, it was so I so we had this into this. We were both anticipating it, I think. Um, we kind of kept checking in about it. You were handling logistics here. I knew that you were parenting, you know, so mm-hmm. there, there were things on your plate. Mm-hmm. And so I don't ever think I've told you this, but I, I was very aware that you could say, babe, you know, I've been holding down the home front this morning. This thing happened. You know, th- th- this is not going to fly. So I w- was holding it very much with an open hand. I was very much looking forward yeah, to it, good. but very much was also 
I think we owe that to our partners. There's well, another world. We've installed that type of cushion in our relationship where there's not going to be a bunch of blowback. Yeah. Where I'm not going to be afraid that I'm uh, going to offend you or get hit with a shit ton of emotion. Mm-mm-mm. If I actually say something like, I, I don't have it right. in me right now, or I'm stressed out from this and this. That didn't happen, though. Um, yeah, I checked in with you because you were coming back on the train. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, what do you need? Yeah. And you go, I need food and I need some like decompression time or I need to uh, like um, take a take a rinse. And uh, what else is it? Oh, it's a change. It's a change because yeah. so I on the day before I came back had really thought, you know what, if I was like preparing to meet a lover that I'd never met before, I would go buy new lingerie, like because it's part of the excitement for me. And so I told my sister, hey, if there happens to be like a fun lingerie boutique, like I don't want to go into like just a store, but if there happens to be like a local lingerie boutique near us, do you mind if we go? And she was like, 100%, that sounds so fun. And of course, around the corner, because the universe provides, there was this amazing European lingerie boutique. And so we popped in and that just, oh my God, like, it's almost like the adventure could have stopped there because I was taking care of my needs, wants and desires. This felt, my anticipation at that point was like skyrocketing because I couldn't wait to put this on. I couldn't wait for you to see me in it. I couldn't wait for you to see it. I couldn't wait for you to touch my body. I couldn't wait for the whole, it's part of my initiation style, that look at me, right? That is part of what arouses me. And that is my job. That is not your job, mine. And if I, again, if I was meeting a casual lover and had never been in bed with him before, I would do all of this. It would be so exciting for me. Mm. And that I wanted to cultivate. Like it was just a thing for me. So I did find some gorgeous pieces on Saturday. So when you said, what do you need? I was thinking through my head, I'm going to arrive right before lunchtime. I doubt I will have had like a full meal. So no, I don't want to be like fainty. I need food. I'm going to need a rinse and I'm going to need time to change, which in my mind, when I had thought through this, I had thought like, could I wear this lingerie under my clothes on the train and like have this really cool, like into your arms, start the encounter in the car, roll into the living room floor and I thought, you know what? Like, it's just not practical. I, I'm going to want to clean my body off after having been on an Amtrak train. And that's okay. So I, yeah. I had to talk through these things in my mind. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good. Yeah. Uh, I was getting a lot of, like, thirst trap. Yeah. Getting a lot of pictures of that lingerie store. So that was building anticipation for me. And then the way I could support you was uh, I door dashed Kava. Yeah. And uh, the day before, I got your, like, favorite kombucha. So you had, and then I, as soon as you got home, I go, babe, do you want a bath? Yeah. And you're like, fuck yeah, I want a bath. So kava, kombucha, bath, you got to decompress. You got to take your time. Oh, I dressed up. Yeah. And by dressed up, I mean I did my hair and I put on a sport coat. But that's how you greeted me at the train. Yeah, to pick you up on the train, yeah. How did that feel? How did that feel for you? So, I cried. I thought I was going to like... you know, like do some silly strut and like jump in your arms or something. Yeah, yeah. And it literally, it made me weep. Oh. Because um, it feels really good to be dated. It feels really good to um, be shown up for. 
And for some reason, I think there's a piece of me that loves the public part of it too. Like, yeah, I just I think it does. Do. Yeah, I know you do. I think it was... does. And I, that's not everybody's thing. But for me, it meant a lot. And somebody even said something like, that's how you do a train pickup. Hmm. Yeah, I remember mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. I, wa- I walk around in hoodies and hats. What Trey is wearing right now for the Spotify and YouTube audiences is what he's in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I look like a like a divorced guy that lives in Marina Del Rey. That's basically mm. how I dress, slash like a like a thirteen year old skateboarder. Yeah. It's all I know. <laughs> it is, it's very much. It's That's what a good it's all I you. know. Yeah. So um So this occasionally, is, yeah, you'll throw a sport coat on for me. Exactly. And then I'll do my hair huh. and then I shave my face. Then I do my crotch. A little bit. Sorry, audience. The things you learn about us. I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, so you picked me up like that. But it was really great. You also, you were, you did like a sport coat and like a t-shirt. It was such a perfect thing because I was still in like workout. I yeah. thought about wearing like a sexy outfit on the train. Mm-hmm. Like, Again, it's just not practical. Yeah. I want to like sleep and work on the train, not yeah. be uncomfortable. And also I know like if I look like that, that's basically like a like a pussy getting wet outfit. It is. So it is. It's a good turn on outfit. Yeah, bada bang. Y'all in this podcast too, she talks about how people in female bodies will often say, like, my desire is gone. And what people are talking about when they say that is they are saying their spontaneous desire is gone. And what this incredible teacher continually says is that we have got to relearn what desire is. So the desire that I started to feel for Trey when he shows up to the freaking train station in a suit was responsive desire. My body was responding to him. He gave me something to respond to. There is plenty of desire in our bodies. We just, when we know someone, it's not as spontaneous and that's fine. It is perfectly fine. There is a lot of responsive desire in our bodies. We just need stuff to respond to. Mm -hmm. Stimuli. You gave me sexual stimuli. Yeah. Oh, another thing I did is like my tinkle times in the morning. Uh So if I'm doing self-pleasure, a.k.a. jerking off, it's in the morning. I chose not to when I picked you up so I could be that much thirstier for my lady. Yeah, that is definitely a, a trick of the trade for Trey. <laughs> that was good. Talk about alliteration. <laughs> if he wants to be more thirsty, a thirsty trick of the trade for Trey. Follow the yellow brick road. <laughs> um, is, yeah, in his healthy masturbatory practice. And y'all, we support sexual privacy in this house. Like, this is never downplayed. But yeah, it'll make him a little more mm, feral for me. If he hasn't already been satiated. Oh, yeah. I'll be a lot more handsy. Yeah, he is. And it's, I yeah. love that. Uh-huh. I love that. Like, Wh- if this weren't consensual, this would be, it would be sexual assault <laughs> in this house. Which, let's be clear, when I am wanting that is amazing mm-hmm. and gives me so much to respond to. When I have a busy work day, I'm always very thankful that you have a wonderful solo sex practice because I... I can't be handsied all day long mm-hmm. when I got stuff to do. I'm still grabbing that ass. Though. You are. You're just a very consensually, and I like this. So. Yeah, responsibly. Keep keep doing it. All right. So we got home. You went upstairs. Protein. Uh-huh. Booze. Bath. I went downstairs. YouTube. And uh, I waited for my special lady to get ready. 
Ooh, and Ooh. then we negotiated mm-hmm. prepping mm-hmm. the living room together. So I asked you, I think as I was getting in the bath, hey, checking in, is this, do you want me to change right into my sexy clothes? Or do you want me to put on work, work people clothes? Uh-huh. And like that, a hard hat or something? Yeah. You keep saying work people clothes. Like overalls. Okay. I tried to see if I had sexy overalls. That was going to be fun. I was just going to like wear overalls and nothing else. It was going to be my sexy work. Sexy outfit. overall would be just like a tit out or you see side uh-huh. boob. Yeah. yeah, I thought it could be cute. Anyway, the purpose being That's this fancy lingerie it's, it's that I bought. It's so not fair because like a woman could put a plastic bag on and a man would get turned on. It's just not fair. It's not fair. No, you have to like actually do stuff. Oh, oh. life is so hard for men. <laughs> I'm so broken hearted. Thank you. Thank you for acknowledging <laughs> that. Finally. Um, yeah, but we did. We negotiated that of, Trey, do you want to set up the whole living room yourself while I'm in the bath? Or do you want to chill? And then when I hop out of the bath, I'll throw on comfy clothes, come set up the living room with you, and then go get my sexy clothes. And part of my new thing is when you say, hey, can I help? Then I say yes instead of like, no, I got this all myself. So, yeah, like, yeah, can you clear off? We have a bunch of books and stuff on our, um, uh, what is it, coffee table? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I was like, ooh, clear that off because maybe there's an opportunity to – disrespect that thing with our bodies so clear that off so we can maybe Mm -hmm. use that so you did it was great yeah i i made the whole room i don't know if you noticed yeah i like put the blankets down i drew all the blinds i turned off the lights i got the fire going i yeah i did it all and it took me like three seconds and the lights and the the fire Was Uh -uh. was that you yes I'm okay. taking credit. I'm in a fever. I have a fever pitch right now. I did it all. Which, and I was really happy. I was I like, that took me it. like 10 seconds. I love that he's caring for himself. And then I even said, what did you say? I said, kind of wait for my heels or something. Or I'll tell you when I'm You'll down here. You'll let me know. Yeah. 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 And I'll let you know when to come up. Yeah. And so then I ran upstairs and I threw on my fun outfit. Uh-huh. I popped champagne yes you i did. said when you are ready let me know i'll come up i'm gonna go to the kitchen i'm gonna pop champagne and then we got to yeah we got to hang out Ooh, you pulled the mirrors we really wanted yeah. to have the mirrors uh, we're a couple of fucking sluts Y'all, baby. i am so sorry but guess what it really makes and i brought perverts. out i went into like our like bin that's under our bed of all our fun toys that we always pull out and really don't use but it really looks fun to have them on display yeah. like our feathers and our crops and our yeah. other things. Yeah. And then you came up with champagne and I got to like strut around and be my sexy uh-huh. self. I really wanted to do that. It really leads me to feeling desirable. Oh, shit. Do you remember when I did a check-in on like, babe, do you want to do lingerie or do you want to just like come down comfy? Yeah. Yeah. And what do you remember what I said? Oh, yeah. You're like, no, this is really the lingerie. I'm really looking forward to it. This is really a part of it. And I go great i did a check-in with that because it's almost like honey yeah again it goes back to the bag <laughs> right it's like i'll f- i'll fuck you with a bag right. on trust and you know what this is a really good moment to make sure we're dissecting this audience the lingerie is for me trey really would be happy if i came like strutting out in a bag <laughs> Or naked, Yo, or whatever. Hey, Vito, egalitarian. The lingerie is for us, but I—it was almost like a resiliency thing of like, yeah, yeah. Do you want to take this off your plate? That's what mm. it was. And you're like, no, this is part of the real, the the fun. And I'm like, great. 
Yeah. yeah. Do you want to take this off your plate? Oh, interesting. Just in case you felt like obligated, but you didn't have the energy. That so was cool. really the challenge. Okay. So cool. I stand. I stand corrected. Mm-hmm. No, I wanted it. It was really part of the experience for me. Truly, truly. It was wonderful. Um, because just like we often have our sexual encounters in our bedroom, in our bed, we often have our sexual encounters coming from pajamas to or just like in naked bodies or from our workout clothes Uh so i i don't get a lot of opportunities to wear lingerie true and how long does it take to get on lingerie i mean if it's a difficult thing a little while like 15 minutes no that one took like five or three hey that's still a long time yeah it's it feels um i think it's the musical theater kid in me I love putting on a costume. I love kind of becoming this person that I'm going to be. It's really fun yeah. for me. Me putting on a sport coat is, is similar to the same thing. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, this is because I don't fucking walk around in fucking sport coats. No. So it's it's a uh, character endowing. Yeah. Endowing the situation. It's neat. Yeah. It, it feels more special. That's it. It's it like putting on special. fancy clothes for a date. It feels special. Well, I I don't think there's like some deep thing i just think it feels good love it and i like it but yeah look at all that talking we did i mean that's insane like how much communication we did leading up to our library dungeon what would you say 90 percent through text like 80 percent through 80 percent through text because i do think we had really interesting beautiful check-ins once i was home correct that were necessary truly necessary yeah would you say we created the space for each other to like really, okay, like pressure and stress and like taking care of someone else, those are all boner killers yeah. or lady boner killers. Mm-hmm. So would you say that we hmm. kind of made mm-hmm. space so we didn't mm-hmm. kill the vibe? You know, our coach really reminded us that pre-care is so interesting. Like, not interesting. Pre-care is so necessary. And I think we both did a really good job of that, too, of owning our own responsibility to care for our own bodies ahead of time. Yes, so not only putting pressure on the other person, right, to do this work, do this labor, also caring for what was ours to care for. I think that was really important. Communicating clearly, having this understanding that we are human beings living in this world and that something might happen during the day. Something might have happened that exhausted you in the three and a half hours that it was taking me to get from D.C. back to our town. Sure. And that's just okay. Should we talk about the coming? (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Okay, so we started with cheers, wine, some kisses, and then we agreed to play the three-minute game. Mm Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. pause. Let's do the let's do the cameras and restart so we can just be in the coming. Unpause. Yeah. So, okay, we started off with a three minute game. Y'all, we te- we talk about this three minute game all the time. We seriously use game. it and love it. It has become so much a part of our repertoire. It's the best game. Yeah. We put restrictions on the three minute game where there's no like mushing genitals or you know. Maybe a couple of kisses on genitals. So that's always fun. What's that called? Like a barrier? Obstacle. Obstacle of what? What's it called? Obstacle of barriers? It's Jack Moran's erotic equation, which is attraction plus obstacle equals excitement. That's what what I said. That right there. 
So that was great. Uh, once we got done with a three-minute game, fuck. So I just, I wanted to kind of, no, oh shit, we went to, should we talk about this? <laughs> no, it's like, like it's personal shit. These things keep flashing before my eyes. Let me talk about what the three-minute game does in my body, and then I want to hear what it does in your body. Perfect. Um, it builds so much freaking antes- anticipation when there's an obstacle of, so remember the two questions are, how do you want to be touched for three minutes? And then how do you want to touch me for three minutes? The last question by the second round, second question, I am like feverish with desire because the rules of the game are you can't do anything except that which you have requested. You could renegotiate if you want somebody to back off or something tickles, of course, right? But you're not adding more things. And it's only three minutes, and yet sometimes it feels like an eternity because it's like I just so badly want the other thing, the the more, Mm -hmm. and I can't have it. And you don't always have to take mush genitals off the plate. We just do that occasionally Mm -hmm. because it's – it's fucking fun. So fun. So fun. Um, you know, I think as we get more fluent with this game, we become more specific too, right? It's like, I want to have you on your belly, head this way, feet this way. I want to do this, that, and the other. You know, I think I wanted to straddle you and just feel your hair and your face and all of this type of stuff. And we get so specific, too, that even hearing the words come out of the partner's mouth is so hot. As I'm hearing you describe what you want to do to me, I'm getting turned on. And isn't that beautiful? We all need that tool. I equate it to, like, imagine, like, you're a kid and it's your birthday day, and it's like, okay, we're going to wake up, we're going to go to Pizza Hut, we're going to play video games, then we're going to walk to the store, we're going to get candy, then we're going to go to the movie, and then we're going to come home, and we're going to play more video games. It's like, oh my god. So actually verbally hearing what you're about to experience, it's like getting on a fucking ride at like uh, like the fair or... Uh, Disneyland or something. Yeah. We've never talked about that part. We have never talked about the verbal turn-on. Well, you said it first. We're getting much more specific now that we're getting... It, it's getting much more nuanced now that we're almost veterans of the game. Mm-hmm. Which is how all games get. It is. Yeah. It gets better and better and better. Once wow. you understand how to play... Correct. I'm thinking of all of our favorite board games and card games, right? The beginning, when you're learning how, it's a little clunky. You're like, why do people even love this game? Then, as you become more experienced, it becomes more and more fun because then you're adding in different elements of strategy and you begin to understand the true nuance of the game. And I think that's what we've really begun to understand with one another, too, of I've become so much more comfortable in the taking of how I really want to just, like, ravish your body for three minutes. Is the taking asking what you can do to me or requesting? You saying, what do you want to do to me for three minutes? And then I say a may I question. May I? The taking is may I. Yes. May I do this, this, and this yes. to you. Mm-hmm. That's the taking. Mm-hmm. And then what's the opposite of that? The service question is, well, will you do this to me? May I, will you? Yeah. I always get them confused. But you play so well. Thank you. So, good thing you got it. Got a word leader here. 
not a world leader, just a word leader. Um, yeah, I think for me, my favorite part is, you know, it's three minutes, four questions, two, two questions repeated twice. Um, and so it's about 12 minutes, like maybe 15. If you add a little break in between as you're like coming to an understanding. Correct. It is not that much time. No. Maybe it's a full 20 because you're like got the breaks and all this kind of stuff. But yeah. I, it's great. we're like on fire yeah. by the end of the 12. And what's so lovely is that it's a true exercise in allowing or taking, serving or accepting. So when I'm in the role, I'm fully in that role. I'm either fully servicing you exactly how you requested to be serviced, or I am fully accepting exactly what I asked for, or I am fully taking for three whole minutes for my pleasure, or I am fully allowing you to take from me. I'm not thinking about, oh God, it's been a while since I stroked his cock. Should I now, is he losing interest? Uh Or, oh, whoa, do I need to change this position to keep him more comfortable? Or, oh, wow, I wonder if I look desirable in this position because I want to keep him turned on. I'm not thinking about any of that. I am just in the role for three minutes. So I think also for anyone who struggles with, you know, keeping their thoughts present, mindfulness, ADHD, all of these different things where our brains are bouncing around. It's like Zoom. I have one job. And it's only three minutes. It's the best. Yeah, so what did we do after that? It's up to you how graphic you want to go. I'm never graphic on this either. So um, graphic on this thing. I'm like, Lord have mercy. I don't, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so it was... Uh, you know, it was a good time. The rest of the thing was a pretty good time. Would you say that, babe? We took some breaks. Oh, fuck. This is the funniest part. So after a lot of orgasms, there was a knock at the door. Oh, my God. I forgot about this. <laughs> and then you peeked out the window. It's like, there's a man at the door. And several. So there's several men at the door. And I was like, are they the cops? And... <laughs> No. Yeah, they're no in questions. Like... And um, uh, no, they're not the cops. And then and then they started coming around the side of the Yo, house. They started coming around our house. I. It wasn't like they knocked on the door. They started the living rooms on like the, if you're looking at the house, the right side of the house. Yeah. They start circling the right side of Correct. the house, which there's a window that doesn't close. <laughs> we feel we're not exposed, but we feel a lot more exposed because people are entering our property. <laughs> it was so wild. But, but and... Uh, there was a leaf removal scheduled for um, the next day. And I was like, okay, the guys are here early. And so I get stuff on. I go outside. And it, it's actually another job that's on the like four days from now. But he's like, yeah, we're down the street five minutes. Is it cool if we do cool if we do it now? And I'm like, sure, sure. So it's actually to get our gutters cleaned. So it's fucking hilarious where guys started literally putting up ladders so they could get up on the second story and blowing blowers. They're cleaning out our gutters and they're making sure our drainage is is working correctly. So there's now blowers on both sides of our houses. We hear ladders 
I had gone up naked. You had gone up naked, but now you're in the void where you're in the middle of the stairwell because they can't see it from the bottom. They can't see it from the top. So we get upstairs. We, like, close our upstairs bedroom really quickly. It's hilarious. Hilarious. I am draped in a blanket. Lauren's running. fucking. I, 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 like, couldn't get it. I thought, okay, great. They're going to be on the grounds level. And I needed to go to the bathroom because after all yeah, of this sex. Yeah, it's so funny. And so I ran pee. upstairs to the upstairs bathroom only to have a ladder, ladder. go across the window. And here I'm, I'm like, literally Pardon. in the middle of peeing. Yeah. Naked with a blanket around me. Did you pinch it? Or did you pull the blinds? What did I do? I don't know. I think I finished. Great. And then I got up and like ran, yes, to the middle of the staircase, which is like the only, we have lots of windows in our house. What a wonderful thing. And I'm like hiding in my blanket. Also, like, babe, where do I go? And Lauren's on a good one because we've been drinking champagne. She's like, I want more champagne. Go downstairs and get it. Wait, did I say that? Oh, yeah, 100%. And then you're like, hey, what's the bill? Do I need to take care of this? Oh, that's right. Then I was teasing. <laughs> so I was like, should I just funny. be like, well, hi, gentlemen. It's like, hey, <laughs> what do they look like? Mm -hmm. Do they, are they respectful? Are these men clean? We were just, we were just how much was the bill? Let me just take care of this. So funny. We then laughing. we ended up playing Mario Kart. Naked in our bedroom. Yeah, naked. With our She's champagne. in lingerie. I'm naked. We're playing Mario Kart. Oh, as the house is like rumbling from work. The boys get done. They show me this, that, and the other. I go back upstairs. We end up, they leave. We end up having even more sex. And then at that point, after that orgasm, it's like, no more. We reach a point where it's like, no more. Yeah, hard life. We reach a point where it's like, I, I will not. I will not fuck you anymore. <laughs> he does. He'll be like, no, no more sex. No more. Yeah, I'll say it no while more. I'm coming. I don't want to do this anymore. It's great. It's fantastic. Ah, no more. <laughs> and a good podcast. Anything else, baby? No. I. What do you... What was the recipe for it being such a fun afternoon of play? Make space for it, uh, communicate, and then you said something really important where it's the expectation of sex actually needs to be taken off the plate, where it's like time for play, which is kind of a nuanced thing to navigate because we've both been disappointed by like, oh, we thought we were getting laid. And then we didn't. I buy each other as well as by other people. So that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then being cool with it where if one person wants to, what's going to get you laid more often is if you're like, yeah, no problem. Mm -hmm. Instead of like you said mm -hmm. or we made time or I sacrificed. Mm -hmm. If you make, yeah, this is kind of mind-blowing. If you make time for play not sex, but play, because we could have pivoted off that and gone on a walk or something. If one of us was, if I was feeling the way I feel right now on Monday, we're not having sex for a couple of hours. And we're not doing all that because I'm getting into bed and I'm either sleeping or fucking around on a laptop or watching Netflix because I'm conserving my energy yeah. so I can get better faster. And isn't that what loving long-term partnership is about? Yeah. Is that type of compassion, understanding. You wouldn't have been rejecting me or my sexual advances. That would have been the furthest thing from the truth. I think we need to make this clear, too. We're also, we're not sabotaging it. 
we're not sabotaging the situation to get out of it either. No, no. Well, that's a that's a whole different thing too. And you know, she talks about this on the podcast that I'm going to link it, that people with vulvas and vaginas, their least favorite form of sex is penetrative intercourse. Least favorite. Okay. And I think I say this to every client that my clients who are like, I just don't want sex anymore. I say, mm, <laughs> I think it's that you don't want that sex anymore. Woman or female that says that? My female clients. Yeah. Or maybe they just want fucking, maybe they just want to be ravaged by like a 6'5", like NFL tight end looking motherfucker. But honey, when you say ravished, they want their clitoris stimulated. Or they want to be ravished as in like, hey, how was your day? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I just think that we think that sex is only a penis and a vagina and sex is so much more. We didn't put a penis and a vagina for a long, 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 long time. Mm-hmm in this sexual encounter, and it was so fun. It was so fun. I had orgasmed twice before. Actual, like, penetrative sex? Yeah. Once. But, like, how delicious. I don't need that to come. Do I enjoy it? Yes. Is it my favorite form of sex? No. Do I love it? Yes. Does it make me come as consistently as other forms of sex? No. Two of your first three orgasms were non-penetrative. Yeah. And... I think that also has got to be included in the space we give for these playful encounters. That if there's some rush to put a penis in a vagina, which is so pleasurable for a penis, I get it. It is so delicious. And that's leaving out a whole other set of anatomy. And it deserves pleasure too. So yeah, it was delicious and wonderful. Mm, and special that that type of sex can't happen all the time and so really needs some planning really needs um space that's not an everyday thing it's not it was a special occasion thing and we made it happen we made it special yeah, yeah. we endowed it with specialness 100 percent. It. it was just a random monday afternoon y'all well, it was it, president's day let's not be disrespectful oh my god also I do think, we didn't talk about this, and I know you're like reaching capacity, considering your body, but it was the middle of the day too. It wasn't nighttime. I think it was like one, two there is in the so much power in not waiting till you're really tired. Yeah. It is really nice to draw the blinds and make it moody. And Shit, it was like a neutral tingle time. It was a neutral tingle time. It's interesting. Yeah. Because I love nighttime sex because I kind of get a second wind, especially if it's like a creative encounter. Great. But yours is in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it's just so fun not to be tired, to get to play. Yeah, thanks. Thanks Thank for helping you. craft a lovely thing. Yeah, and the Mario Kart was kind of our aftercare. We laid around, we rested, then we went and got food. Timeline-wise, we played Mario Kart, and then we fucked each other again. Sorry. And then I think we may have continued to play Mario Kart. I do think that all happened. It was like heroin, honey. We're just a couple of heroin addicts. Just not going to get graphic on that. No. Um, sex bless. begets sex, y'all. Pleasure begets pleasure. Momentum's real. Yep. Joy begets joy. Connection begets connection. I felt so incredibly close to you, open, vulnerable, desirous, hungry. Yeah. It was very playful. Like the guys coming and doing the work. 100%. So fun. Giggles out the wazoo. Didn't even dampen the mood. That was great. Uh-uh. It was hilarious. 
I really thrive, and this is why so many people thrive on vacation. It felt, I endowed it with like vacation sex of, nope, all the things that you need to do are going to wait till the next day. And then we turned our living room into that, which is almost like a house hotel. 100%. By moving out of, or even if we want to do it in the no, bedroom, we could have done it in the bedroom, then we dress up the bedroom with lights or we bring in new whatever. Yes. Or, I don't know, hang a fucking sex swing. It's really the aftercare piece to me that I really love, especially of vacations, sex, is that then we like cuddle up and go walk the property of like the hotel or do something special. That time is really special to me. And there was space for that too. I, I truly felt in my body that you didn't have to get anywhere. Yeah. And so I wasn't a burden of any kind. Yeah. You weren't going to be leaving. So I could keep pushing into my pleasure, mm. keep pushing into my want because there was the time. You had given me that. I didn't, I wasn't, my mistress wasn't scheduled for that day. The golf course. I'm getting better on recentering. Make sure and like and subscribe. On that note, thanks for coming to the Partnership Podcast with Lauren and Ray. Remember, these are our experiences. These are our opinions. You have every right to go form your own. We hope that you get giggles. We hope that you enjoy hearing about our crazy sexual escapades. And yeah, take what you like, leave the rest. If you want to know more about some of these things that I've been talking about, you can always schedule a free consult with me. Go to sexedforyou.com forward slash free consult and we can chat. I would love to love, love to help you craft the sexual experiences of your dreams. Oh, you can follow Sex Ed For You on Instagram. You can make sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. Share these videos with your friends. Um, Yeah, thanks for being here. Have a great rest of your day.